0: I'm Carolina. And I'm Amanda. And we both own booty yoga in La Jolla. And um, we also own an online yoga business and we created a workout called Flow Lift. So we're going to tell you kind of the origins of how we got started in yoga and our path and to where we are now. Let's start with um, how I got into yoga. So I. Um, Went to school in New Jersey and the first time I tried yoga was with like some random person in college who took me and I thought it was super weird. The guy who taught it was a hippie, really weird dude, and I was like, Well, I'm never doing that again. (laughs) I
1: didn't know that. So I didn't (laughs) I didn't do
0: yoga again until I was out of college working at Morgan Stanley in the city and It was just like a super unhealthy lifestyle because you sat at your desk all day, like from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. There wasn't much time to work out and it was pretty horrible. And someone was like, you know, to kind of get rid of the stress and do something good for my body. They were like, you should try yoga. So I went to yoga um, at Equinox, which was like two blocks from my house. Again, thought it was super weird. Like, I was just like, why are yoga people so weird? <laughs> like, just not what I was used to. And um, I, again, didn't go back for a long time until 9-11 happened. And I just, um, like, realized, you know, I could die any day. And I hate my job. And I want to do something that I, that I love and that I, that I get excited about. So Did you work, like, down there? <clears throat> I downtown? worked in Midtown. Okay. So we were, like, right in Times Square. That's scary. And we had offices downtown, like Maureen Stanley was also downtown. Oh, that's right. So I was in the city when 9-11 happened, which was pretty awful. But, you know, it changed a lot of people's lives. Like, they started thinking about their lives in a different way. And a lot of people moved out of the city. And for some reason, I just got yoga in my head. I'm like, I should try to give this yoga thing a chance again. And I just kind of made it like a goal to try to find the best yoga I could in the city. So I went to like 20 different studios and i tried a lot of different teachers until i found my teacher who's john tamayo and he was in soho and the first time i took his class i was like whoa right it got this, just... this is yoga like holy shit like i felt so good and watching how people controlled their bodies and moved their bodies was pretty amazing and the things he said at the end like stayed with me for a long time So I was like, okay, this is it. I want to do this. I want to teach yoga. And that was just
1: kind of like the beginning for me. How about you? I actually kind of have a similar story. I started doing yoga in college because at Michigan State, um, and I had to take like two, two credit, basically PE classes. It was part of my liberal arts degree, and I took diving, like, diving off diving boards, which was really cool. Oh and I took God. yoga. <laughs> um, and she was my angar teacher and she would kind of yell at us when we did stuff wrong, but I still liked it. I still liked the discipline. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I liked the breathing and I liked, I hadn't stretched. I was an athlete in high school and I was really tight. I could not touch my toes and I, but I liked the way that felt like the stretching and the breathing and i did feel like a spiritual element to it and there were no yoga studios this is like east lansing michigan in 1997 um at least i don't think there was a yoga studio so i got a book and i actually did a lot of yoga from this book which was, one was it i wish i still had it it was very 70s it was like a some like blonde lady in a little leotard basically <laughs> yeah it was cool. I took it traveling with me, and I would sometimes do yoga. But then I moved to L.A. after I graduated from school, and I was doing yoga. I lived in the South Bay, and I I went to this place, and the yoga was okay. And then my friend was like, you got to come to this guy's class. His name is Chappie. And it was this place called Harmony Yoga in Redondo Beach, and same thing. I was like, oh, my God, this is it. Yeah. Like It was two hours. He blasted music. So, so sweaty and all, everyone in there, lots of men and women just like fully letting go, you know, like yeah. it just felt kind of primal. But at the same time, he was hilarious and not trying to be overly spiritual. You know, he was like being himself mm-hmm. and playing all sorts of music. And I went every day. Yeah. I, I went every day. went, I went, went hard. Yeah. It just got me. Such you in. Yeah.
0: I, right after I took that class in New York, I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I quit my Morgan Stanley job. I took a nonprofit job working for uh, this company called New York Scores. They did after school soccer and poetry programs for kids in like Harlem and Washington Heights. That's really cool. So I did that for two years. And during that time, I got my certification from that same guy in New York, um, John Tamayo. And then I met my son's dad and he was living in LA. So I decided to move to LA <clears throat> to teach yoga full time. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to get like some side job doing waitressing or anything else. I just, right. this is it. Like I want yoga to be my career. And I taught like 18 classes a week. Cause that's the only way you can make money if you teach a lot of classes. Um, And then I just, I got good really fast because I was teaching every day, like multiple times a day. And then we moved to San
1: Diego and that's how I ended up in La
0: Jolla.
1: I had a similar, like I felt like I worked, I had a cool job. I worked downtown LA in a showroom. So like the go between between the clothing manufacturer or the clothing designer and the stores. And I worked for this very cool woman. Her name is Suzanne Larner. Um, And I was a showroom assistant. And it was basically a sales job, which I'm not good at. And it just wasn't like... I can't
0: see you No, I'm just not at good at
1: it. I'm just kind of like, if you like it, then buy it. Um, I just wasn't in my heart. Like, I wanted a job that, like, fed my soul. And I was. Like, I was like, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. And in LA, there were quite a few yoga teacher trainings, but, like, Yoga Works was number one. And you had to go to Matias Rade's class and Lisa Walford's class. Before you could get in and they both were like, you can't take our yoga teacher training. (laughs) You're not ready. Come back in a year. How things have changed with that. Now everyone's like fighting over students. Um, So I found this other woman. Her name's Diana Beardsley at Center for Yoga. And I kind of had to beg her. She was like, you're not really ready yet. And I was like, can I please? Like, I want to be a yoga teacher so bad. And she let me in. It was like three days before it was starting. And Chappie, who owned Harmony Yoga, was teaching 25 classes a week. There weren't, like, as many yoga teachers. I feel like there was. There
0: was, like, the market, I think, in L.A. was so saturated. This was 2004, 2003. Yeah, I I guess I was 2001. Everybody who was an actor, you're either, your side job is being a waiter or being a yoga teacher. So I found that it was, like, just
1: oversaturated. But I don't know. Well, you find your spot, like yeah. your neighborhood spot. When and I still feel like that, like if you really want to teach, go to the studio you love and go to class all the time. That's how you get a job from us. Yeah. Like I've never. Someone just emailed me a resume the other day. I was like, it's hard. When you don't know come what in type of person and you're dealing with. And do like a bunch with. of classes. Yeah. But yeah, he was desperate. Maybe because we weren't in LA proper. That's true. Because yeah. it was her most. I wasn't like competing, like trying to get I a job like, at like deep in West yoga work. Yeah. yeah, that's her. That like, it's like still people trying to be like famous yoga teachers. So, <laughs>
0: who did you study
1: with in LA? My first training was with that Diana Beardsley woman. She ran it and it was like Anusara focused. And every single, every weekend was a different style of yoga. So it was eight weekends, and like one weekend we had an Iyengar weekend with, um, I feel like his name was like Paul Canabis, I don't know, I, I forget his name, he was cool, little like skinny guy. Desiree Rambaugh was part of my training, who was became one of my favorite teachers for a really long time. And... Um, I don't really remember a lot of the other people. But then I became very, very obsessed with Shiva Ray. Mm -hmm. And I would go to her class all the time. And I took another training from her. And then I got my 300-hour, actually, after I moved to San Diego, um, in L.A. at Loyola Marymount. You went, like, one weekend a month for two years. Dang. Yeah. It was good, though. Yeah.
0: I did... um... I studied with that guy in New York, John Tamayo, Darna Mitra who's also in New York, and then I was obsessed with Brian Kest yeah. in L.A., Santa It's a Monica, to
1: be obsessed with.
0: And Stephen Earth in West Hollywood, Andrea Markham, who also taught there at Stephen Earth's studio, and Allie Hamilton, who taught there also. Who they all um, opened up their own place. So like, which none are there anymore. Right, none of them are there anymore. But anyway, so we did that and then we moved to San Diego and that's kind of where you and I crossed paths. We were teaching at a studio together and I don't know I don't remember exactly how we met. We must have just like passed each other yeah, or something. We like, took each other's was, classes.
1: I had been there a year. I moved to L or from LA to San Diego a year before you. I wonder if we like ever took a class together up there. I don't know. I didn't know. But um And I just remember I was, like, the new teacher in town, and everybody was, like, excited about it at Prana. And then she came a year later, and then everyone was, like, excited about you. (laughs) Were you jealous? (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) But then I went to your class, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is good stuff. I mean, it's good to have people, like, I was like, oh, I gotta elevate my game. You know, I just like always being around people that make you elevate yeah. And I felt like you were that when you moved. Yeah. I was like, okay, another LA girls in town. <laughs> <laughs> so we taught there for a couple years
0: and then um, I moved to Arizona briefly. That's where I had my son. So I think I was there for like a total of like less than a year. I was there. But when I left, and even while we were still teaching together in La Jolla, and I taught every, everywhere, like all the way from Coronado to like Del Mar. I was at a bunch of different studios, but people would always ask, like, when they went out of town, they wanted to take my classes or your classes, and, you know, back then, there was, like, no online classes. There was none of that, so we started, we thought about, like, how we could come up with some sort of way to... You came up with the idea. I did? God, I'm so smart. (laughs) But I just was like, you know, we should do a website and have people, like, take our classes somehow. We could, like, do the audio, and it was, like, so jank the way we did it, like, getting that armband that you used to use for running. Like, you put your phone in the armband, and we would just record the audio. It
1: sounded good, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like,
0: perfectly sounding, and, you know, we just decided. You could tell the story better of how we created the website.
1: I mean, well, she was gone. And she was, I mean, I was just like, you've got, she's got to be doing something down there. Cause she's not like a sit around and like, just be pregnant girl. <laughs> like, I'm like, I know she's working on something. So I called you and I was like, what are you doing? And you're like, well, actually I'm going to do a website with downloads. And I was like, well, I want to do it with you. And you're like, well, I've spent $600 so far and I owe this dude $600 for like some kind of programming And so that began our 50-50 partnership, (laughs) yep. (laughs) And it's been 50-50 on everything ever since. And then you you moved back to San Diego, Mm -hmm. and we started... Yeah, we just started recording, did we... When you moved back, we worked at La Jolla Yoga Center. Yeah. And so we worked at a different place, a new place that had opened up, and we wore the armband recorded all of our classes just as we taught them so we didn't have to do like extra work no yep. and we sold it for 10 dollars yep, each. each 10 download. bucks for a download and we sold a lot of
0: them and I still have students that have them yeah me too and use them still so it's like you know they know every word every joke yeah like right <laughs> it's, it's like, hilarious. I want
1: to listen to one of those
0: yeah so those are still around but I can't remember when we added video like we were like, okay, like audio is great for people who already do yoga, but people who are beginners to intermediate sometimes they yeah, you need that need visual. A visual.
1: And it was like for only people that knew our style. Yeah. Like you kind of can listen, but if you've never taken our class before, I think you need a visual. Um, I, that was 2012 okay. when we did a new site with video. I believe that was when. Yeah. Um. So that's 10 years ago. Right. So and it was we, getting more popular, like online yoga. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We definitely had a, some competition. We've always yeah. had a lot of competition, but we did, we would record the classes. Like we have a lot of very wealthy clients in La Jolla who have beautiful homes. And so we would just ask them like, hey, do you mind if... We, we record your backyard. <laughs> yeah. We would sneak in at like six in the morning to go shoot because the later it got, the worse the lighting got. And then there was like, you know, airplanes and yeah. gardeners and all the biggest. that stuff. And like, it would just like kill our videos. But they're beautiful. And I would talk behind the camera while Amanda was demoing or vice versa. And we just kind of built up our library that way. and eventually La Jolla Yoga Center closed, and we were just like, okay, what are we going to do? Are we going to go back to teaching all over San Diego, driving everywhere? Like, you know, what should we do? And everyone was telling us, you guys should get together and open up a yoga studio. And I was like, so anti that idea. Like, I just never wanted to be tied down by a yoga studio. I liked the flexibility of like, being free. The, the, yeah, being free. No stress. Like, you know, just much easier to kind of bounce around. But the thought of going back
1: to that was like Ugh. awful. Yeah. So we kind of had no choice. Yeah. And we <laughs> found the space in like two seconds. Mm-hmm. It all fell into place. We raised money. Like we sold memberships and class packs before we even opened. Mm-hmm. People were super, super supportive. Yeah. Like the our students in La Jolla. And, and luckily, done we it still, without them.
0: yeah, we had that following that made it a lot easier. Like, we weren't just some randoms coming to La Jolla to open up a place, so. Right.
1: It we put really, in the work. We put yeah. in the time. Yeah. And it was really tiny. Oh, my God. I forgot about We that. had a really small space. I remember a couple people were like, we'll be back when you get a bigger space. Like, they didn't even want to do yoga in there. Like, we went from this big, beautiful studio to a tiny space where like you're definitely gonna have a foot in your face totally and people would have to be in the boutique and like outside which was great I mean it's great to have too many people but then after not even a year I was like seven months exactly yeah within seven months we expanded so much yeah huge tripled yeah we tripled the space and now we can fit like 80 mats Mm -hmm. we fit 80 mats one time for Brian Mm -hmm. Kest um
0: and I think what I what I love the studio, obviously, now it's, like, become my second home and I'm there every day. Um, but it's nice to see how, like, everyone came together and they're all friends. And we wanted to create a place that we wanted to hang out at. So we didn't want it to be, like, this place that's trying to be spiritual. Right. By, like, having a bunch of Buddhas or tapestries or whatever, you know, all the stuff that the studios that I went to had. Yeah. But I just didn't want it to be so yoga so that's why we did no mirrors we did um there's no religious symbols no there's no decor really anywhere it's like just beautiful clean walls um we don't have much up on the walls even in the boutique and you know it's just like it's beachy it's it's open we have floor to ceiling windows we have this beautiful wall garden yeah we have a lot of plants Plants are important to me. Yeah. And like they're nice to look at. And instead of staring at yourself or looking around at everybody else, it really makes you go in and yeah. uh, you have something beautiful to look at while you practice. So I'm glad we did it that way. Like it's just
1: very us, you know? And it's private. Even though like we're right in the middle of the village, you have to go upstairs. We have no storefront, which is, there's downsides to that because mm-hmm. people. Still don't know we exist. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But once you get up there, you get really kind of like sucked into like a sanctuary vibe. But you have all the natural light, but you're not like on a street with all the windows. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, we got really lucky. That was a meant to be spot situation. For sure. And I mean, it still is. Yeah. So we've been there since October of 2014. Almost eight years. Well, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. On the 15th, we opened on the yep. 15th.
0: And then we, you know, we've had a full schedule, like over 60 classes a week. We're open all the time, you know, except for I think the only time we don't open is it like Christmas Day. Oh, no, even Christmas Day, we We're have We're open, class. 365. Yep. So <laughs> um, in 2016 is when we created the, the workout.
1: Right? I think seventeen. Or no, I guess September two thousand seventeen is when we started planning it. Like we, Yeah, okay, well I think it went on the schedule. Okay. Like in September yeah. two thousand seventeen, like we had classes. Yeah. So that was that was
0: interesting because we had been teaching for a long time. Yeah. And yoga. Only yoga. yoga. I've never
1: taught fitness
0: and yeah only yoga and I was kind of getting bored with it like especially I don't really have a teacher down here like I guess the only teacher I really truly had um that was considered like my guru or whatever is Tim Miller like I would go oh yeah down here. he's a good one Ashtanga like once a month
1: if that and yeah I never felt like I had a teacher down here the way I did in LA exactly Yeah, Yeah.
0: Or in New York. Just because everyone
1: was younger. Like, there wasn't many... Tim uh, is legit. But I've only been to his class a couple times. But I loved Michael Fukumura when I moved down here. I went to his class a lot. Yeah, But that was Anusara. That was something kind of different. I'm not going to teach that way. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I felt the same way. Like, I haven't had a major...
0: Yeah, so I was, like, getting bored with yoga... And I did work out in addition to doing yoga, so I would, like, go to Orange Theory. You did? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I went to Orange Theory. Like, I hired a trainer. I never did Pilates, but I would run. Like, I was running for a while. Yeah, I remember that. And, you know, I just felt like, especially as, as I was getting older, you know, now we're talking, like, 36, 37, 38. Like, I was like, I need to do something in addition to yoga, to, like, build muscle and, like, stay lean and, yeah. you know, get my cardio, all that stuff. And yeah, get just, that different high. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, I get, I get that high from, like, a strong vinyasa class, which totally. I'm not really used to. But it's not the same as, like, when you're, like, dripping sweat yeah. and, like, pumping and puffing. You know, it's, it's very different. So... I had a couple of different people, including my husband, tell me, like, dude, why don't you just copy what Core Power is doing? Like, they have that workout class, and people love it, and, you know, I was like, huh, maybe we should. Like, all our students were going somewhere else to, to do their exercise. workout, and then they would come to our classes to stretch. So it's like, why not have
1: both? And I mean, we were going through that at the same time, I felt like. Like, I, yoga always kept me in shape. And, like, it wasn't working anymore. Yeah. Because I do care about being in shape. Me too. Like, I want to have muscle. I want to be lean. Like, I I like that. Well, and I if I'm taking good care of myself and eating right and not drinking too much and exercising, I feel great Mm -hmm. and I also look the way I want to look. Yeah. Like, it all... Like, I don't have to do something destructive to look the way I look. I have to take really good care of myself yeah. and
0: and I like looking cute in yoga clothes like yeah, I yeah. like crop tops and right. I mean <laughs> can't wear crop tops.
1: I want to dress yep, like I'm, I'm 25. Exactly. So. And that's, I mean, I'm
0: slowly inching towards that Wait, time where I'm like, shit, how much longer can I wear my crop tops? You know what I mean? Like, I think maybe over 50 I'm going to cap. It. Right, we're going to have to ditch but the crop tops. Maybe not. Maybe I'll well, be we'll 65 and we'll still do my crop tops. We'll see. <laughs> But I um, really got excited about doing this um, new workout class.
1: And I was like, no, we're not You were? Doing. I was just like, oh, she's not going to shut up about this. And she didn't. And I'm so glad you didn't. But I was just like, seriously? You want to make up a workout? Like, and, I, and I had the same people. In fact, I even had someone be like, I heard you guys are starting a workout class. And it was before... We had even talked about it. I'm like, how did you hear that? It was weird. It was like, again, the universe was like conspiring to make us make up a workout.
0: But it was funny because neither of us know much about workouts and fitness. And I mean, I always worked out, but I don't know. I needed someone else to
1: lead me for sure. And I was only like yoga person, like that tone of voice, that yeah, sort of vibe. Like yeah. I don't yell at people to move, mm-hmm.
0: or I didn't. Now I do. Yeah. So it was quite a shift, and it was pretty comical. Like I wish I had video of us trying on these ankle weights. We were like, okay, well, we're gonna need hand weights and core power does hand weights, but they don't do ankle weights. We yeah, we thought out. that'd
1: be like one of our points of difference, which I I feel like it yeah. is.
0: And we bought like ten pound ankle weights, mm-hmm. which is insane. And we have like 5 to 10 pound Yeah, I remember
1: using like 8 pound dumbbells. Well, that's what I use
0: at the gym. Right. Know, like if I'm doing bicep curls or And I
1: hadn't done much sculpt. Yeah. I never did sculpt. I, I've, to, to this day, I've never done a sculpt class. I've done, I think, one core power sculpt. And it's very different from what we do. They do like jumping jacks. You know, when you don't have ankle weights on, you can jump all around. Yeah. So I think the ankle weights really dictated our smoother yeah. style.
0: And people told me, like, go take the core power class, see what you think, but I didn't want to be influenced by it.
1: And I took it.
0: Yeah. So, like, I think I think it was good that you didn't go. Yeah. yeah. I just was like, I don't want to do anything they're doing. Like, I just want to create our own thing. And the first couple times we got together to
1: try to practice, like... When we would, like, look at the internet. Yeah. For moves. Yeah. I mean, we, ha- we had to. I mean, yeah. there's so much content to find different moves. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but just a lot of repetitive, sort of boring. Isolated movements. Yes. Yeah. Isolated. So, like, like,
0: think like hands and knees with a donkey kick 10, 15 times, right? With like, 10
1: pound ankles.
0: <laughs> it was so boring. I'm like, who's going to come to this class? Like,
1: this is boring. Right. I think it all changed when we had a friend show us these different types of moves, like, that yeah. were smaller weights and full body. Yeah. Like, you're. One arm's going this way, another leg's going the other way. You know what I
0: looked at a lot when we were like doing that was Cameron Shane.
1: Remember I Cameron Shane? Is it yeah. a guy?
0: It's a guy, and he does what's called like animal style. Oh, like my yeah, friend yeah, Derek yeah. Barris told me about him, and I know who that what that is. Yeah. It's really cool. It's like yeah, a, it
1: does like sweep throughs yes. and yeah.
0: He's kind of like a little bit of capoeira mixed in yeah. with I don't know gymnastics made up. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that was exciting to me, like, doing these moves that require your brain to work, you know, like, where you have to coordinate your whole body to do one move, and it's full body, it's core, it's legs, it's everything at the same time.
1: And you're moving through all ranges of motion, like yoga, and you're doing everything... Um, you're doing everything you do on one side on the other side. So it's totally balanced.
0: Yeah. And it's... we wanted it to flow like a yoga class. That was important to us. Like we didn't want it to have this uh, like a break in the energy. Like we didn't want it to be like, okay, now stop now and go pick this up and bring it over and put this on. and right. then Take it off and walk over. Like I took that model fit class in New York. It was like that. Like that. And I didn't want that. I, didn't and want I feel it to like be... it gives
1: people unnecessary breaks. Yes. It's like coddling people kind yeah. of. Yeah. Like, I don't even say grab water. Yeah. I mean, if you want to grab water during full I mean, lift. Like, I, do I drink water all the time during yeah. full lift. Yeah. But it's like, it's nonstop, like a vinyasa class on steroids. Yeah. So, and it it's 45 minutes, which is short.
0: It's quick. There's no breaks. There's no, um, you know, no pausing of the energy. It's high energy the whole time. And I think once we nailed the format, it was like we had it. Like we wanted it to kind of flow like a sun salute and you're in and out of pose. You almost don't even realize when you switch moves because it's so seamless. The transitions are so seamless. Um, And you do
1: so many moves on one side Mm -hmm. and then you go back. So you really burn out muscles, Yeah. which with low weight is how you grow muscle. You got to burn them out. If you're not using like super super heavy weight, yeah. So, so we've been works. teaching that since 2017. And I mean, I became addicted right away, just like yoga. I'm still addicted. Me too. I like, absolutely I can't love it. Stop. I feel like I couldn't live without it. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I can't live without yoga for sure.
0: And the combination of both, I think, has been great for our studio because there's, you know, there's a lot of people who maybe aren't as interested in yoga who will come and take the workout class and they're consistent with it. You do it two to three times a week. You know, you feel good. You, you get leaner, you get stronger, you get more agile. And there's even guys that take it. So
1: we, I mean, more men should take it. I I think, I mean, it's men don't get that that type of movement as much. And I think their hips get stiffer and their shoulders get stiffer and their spines get stiffer. I mean, yoga too does both of them do that. And it's not, I don't think it comes as natural to a man as it might to a woman. Okay. But they, that, to me, that means they need it even more, for sure. And so we've been teaching that for, I don't know how many years. Since 2017,
0: so five. 17. Five years already. And Six. now we're in the process of combining all three of our websites. So we have three websites, one for the physical yoga studio, one for the online yoga and one for the flow lift. And we certify teachers in both yoga and flow lift. And our flow lift certification is online. So you can take it from wherever you are and get certified that way or come and take our training in person. We've done two trainings in Mexico or one? One. We've done we one. We've done one training in other Mexico. other have led them. In Monterey. And then we have a girl in Monterey um, who did her own Um, and then, yeah, so we're combining all three websites and hopefully by the end of this year, definitely by the end of this year, we will have one website called booty moves, which has everything on there, information about the physical studio, the online flow lift, the online yoga, the certification programs, all that just in one place. And I think what I'm most excited about is that it's going to be eventually gamified so that it's actually fun. To keep track of your workouts and keep track of how many yoga classes you've done and get rewards and points and all that stuff. And like leaderboards and more community engagement within the website and on social media.
1: So that's kind of what I'm
0: most excited about.
1: Me too. And I think that also brings us to... Why we're doing a podcast? Mm -hmm. Um, I think we've both been doing this for so long now, just like teaching and in the yoga world, and And we 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 blogged a lot. Yeah, we've always been writers.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, but I just feel like I'm getting more and more interested in just talking to different people and talking to different experts about. Areas that might not be specifically yoga and fitness, but I mean yoga and you know, fitness lifestyle. as well. Yeah. yeah, and just like lifestyle, and I feel like I have a lot of questions about a variety of things that I can't find answers to. So I would love just to interview, to explore it. Yeah, some people. Like I'm like, what are you kind of most interested in now? Like right now, like about sharing with other people through the podcast. Um,
0: I mean I think sharing what really works yes. for us. Um, I forgot we came up with a tagline. What was it? Straight up fitness and yoga? Yeah. Like we just we see a lot of um fluff out there and a lot of misinformation. Yeah. Um, so I think for our own questions, um, and really digging deep and finding good people to talk to about getting better information. About whether it's yoga, fitness, or anything lifestyle, even nutrition. Like, I would love to have Corey on here talking about food and just getting answers and getting more,
1: you know, better information. Yeah. I feel like... What's out there. In the wellness world right now, people are spending so much money. And I think people are spending a lot of money on things that don't work. And... I think there's, like, a lot of people lying mm-hmm. about what they're selling. Um, and I feel like it's hard to find the truth. Yeah. And I think a lot of times you probably you don't need to buy something. Mm-hmm. You might just need to, like, take something away. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. don't drink so much and you'll sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than, like, buying, I don't Pelotonin. know. A, Or even just, like, some powder with something in it that doesn't actually work but was $50.
0: Right.
1: You know, I mean, I feel like things are simpler than they're being portrayed to be.
0: Yeah, and I think that was what drew me to, like, working with you is that you're very real. And I've always been turned off by... um, like people and teachers who try to be more than what they are, or something other than what they are. Yes. they're just like overcomplicating yoga. Yeah. Overcomplicating everything, really. Like you know, it doesn't have to be that deep, and it doesn't have to be that um, like what's arranged, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It just it should just be like like straight up, you yeah, know, like straight up. What is it? You know, what do we do? How do we
1: feel better? All that stuff. Yeah, I agree. So. And I feel the same about you. And that keeps going yeah. after all these years. Yay. <laughs> so I am excited to do this and get some interviews with other people. Yep. Yeah. So this is kind of like our intro. Mm-hmm. So you get to know us a little bit better and where we're coming from. So that you have kind of like a frame of reference for when we're interviewing other people. Yeah. And please let us know... Topics that you'd like us to cover? Yes. Tell or us people you'd like us here. to interview? Yeah, yeah.
0: And thanks for listening to this first one.
1: Totally. Should we promote ourselves? Like what we sell? Um, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. We, you know, we have the studio in person. we live in La Jolla, San Diego, Booty
0: Online, you know, we've got the workout at flowwithfitness.com. We've got online yoga classes at yourbooty.com. The name booty is spelled um, just like Buddha, but with an I, so B-U-D-D-H-I, which is, I didn't even think about that when I came up with that name, that it would be so hard to spell and for people to remember, but um, the word "booty" it (laughs) it means wisdom, so I loved that, and I loved how it could be playful and fun. Yes. Like, nice booty, you know. Yeah. I love your booty.
1: (laughs) Um, And I do like the meaning of booty. It's like wisdom through experience. Yes. So that's what we're hoping to share. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.